0: And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. A lady at a Sonic in New Mexico orders a hot dog. And she bites into the hot dog after she gets it. And she bites into a plastic bag. (laughs) Now, in the plastic bag was a powdered substance. Now, it claims in this story that she, the way it's written, I'm guessing they left out the word not. Not. Because it's written, she does believe any of the powdered, powdered substance went into her mouth. I'm guessing that they left out. She does not believe any of the powdered substance went into her mouth. Okay, so that's a, that's a good word to leave out though. <laughs> anyway, so she then calls police. Why? I mean, okay, I get it. Anywho, they did the field test. They confirmed the substance was cocaine and it belonged to one of the food preparers at Sonic, uh, this uh, a man named Jeffrey David Salazar, 54, and he faces a felony charge of possession of controlled substance. I mean, okay, no kidding. And so he admitted to the police, "Yeah, I bought the drugs from a customer in the parking lot. Did ya?" <laughs> okay. Now they looked at surveillance footage, and it looks like he appeared to. Be have a hand-to-hand transaction with the female employee that makes this lady her food and then starts frantically searching the area as if he lost something. Uh-huh. He lost the bag of cocaine which was in the hot dog. <laughs> I mean, why? I get it. You want to call the police. You bit into a bag of cocaine. You didn't get any cocaine. You didn't bite into it at all. Maybe you'd just wait at the gate and watch Salazar run around crazy and just wave the bag in the air in your car and say, hey, how about I get a few free meals from you and you can have your bag back. But no, no, not in today's world. We have to call the police and bust this guy. Just try to make a living at Sonic. <laughs> Why doesn't this ever happen to me? Why? Why? I would love to go to Sonic and say, Yeah, I've been into a hot dog, although I wouldn't order a hot dog from Sonic. But, uh, that having been said, I may have to start. Welcome! Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So, for a third year in a row, Money Geek a personal finance technology company, has issued a list of the most dangerous cities in the U.S., as well as the safest cities in America. And they believe that the report allows everyone to see what uh, factors may connect safe and dangerous cities to each other. Readers can also learn a bit about what to expect from visiting or living in different cities. There, uh, you need to be aware of the facts, according to MoneyGeek. Huh, that's a strange way to look at things. Be aware of the facts. So Money Geek uh, talks about the cost of crime per capita as not only a data point, but how much crime happens in a given population. And it also demonstrates the severity of the crimes happening. Okay. So if you had to guess what the most dangerous city in America is, what would it be? Well, for the second year in a row, coming in at number one, St. Louis, Missouri Congratulations to St. Louis, Missouri The gateway to the West <laughs> uh, The number one Most dangerous city in the United States According to Money Geek And then we have the top 15 Most dangerous cities in the US Number 15, Richmond, Virginia Number 14, Philadelphia Number 13, Kansas City Number 12, Milwaukee Number 11, Oakland. Number ten, Little Rock. Number nine, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Number eight, Shreveport, Louisiana. Number seven, New Orleans, Louisiana. Wow. Seven, eight, and nine. All in the great state of Louisiana. Number six, uh, Cleveland. Uh, Number five, Detroit, Michigan. Number four, Memphis, Tennessee, Number three, Baltimore, Maryland. Number two, Birmingham, Alabama. And, of course, number one for the second year in a row, as stated earlier, St. Louis, Missouri. Now, according to MoneyGeek, the 15 safest large cities in the U.S., with a population over 300,000. They have the top 15 right here. The top 15 safest large cities in the United States of America. Coming in at number 15, Austin, Texas. Okay, if you say so. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Santa Ana, California. Arlington, Texas. Raleigh, North Carolina. Boston, Mass. San Jose, California. Charlotte, North Carolina. Mesa, Arizona Mesa, Arizona is over 300,000 people Okay Uh, San Diego, California New York City coming in at number five Okay, if you say so Number four El Paso, Texas Number three, Henderson, Nevada. Number two, Virginia Beach, Virginia. And the number one safest large city in the United States of America, Honolulu, Hawaii. Congratulations to all you cities for being the safest large city in america they have the smaller cities that are the safest cities in america too for uh with a population over a 100,000 so these are cities between 100,000 and 300,000 uh pearland texas glendale california Rancho Cucamonga, California. I love Rancho Cucamonga, California. Beautiful this time of year. El Monte, California. McAllen, Texas. Sugarland, Texas. Jarupa Valley, California. Joliet, Illinois. Hmm, okay. Provo, Utah. Meridian, Idaho. Glendale, Arizona. Uh, Carmel, Indiana. Is it Carmel or Carmel? Anyway. Uh, West Covina, California. Sunnyvale, California. Naperville, Illinois. Wow, California. One, two, three, four, five, six of the top 15 in California. One, two, three of the top 15 in Texas. Hmm that's interesting that is interesting but congratulations to uh, Naperville, Illinois for being the safest city in the United States with a population of over 100,000 but not 300,000 plus so it's that time of year again thousands of Hindu worshippers scaled the active Indonesian volcano to toss livestock, food and other offerings into its smoking crater In the centuries-old religious ceremony. They all go around the rim of uh, the basin of Mount Abromo And uh, they toss their goats, chickens, vegetables. (laughs) Uh, They show all the worshippers carrying their goats and their chickens and their vegetables and their rice and their money, everything. They haul it up to the top of the the volcano and they toss it in in hopes that uh, they will appease the gods and make their life better it's the uh, Edna Casada Festival Y-A-D-N-Y-A K-A-S-A-D-A festival The I believe it's Edna Casada Festival uh, every year the uh, Tenger tribe T-E-N-G-G-E-R tribe uh, from the surrounding highlands gather at the top And uh, I love the story. For its stunning views. (laughs) Uh, They're not up there for the views. Okay. They are not. I mean, I'm sure they enjoy it. But they make the trek. So that they can throw their baby cows in. And they can. Because a lot of these. A lot of these farmers. A lot of these workers. Believe they have excess. So they've got to return it back to God. And that God will then bless them because they returned their excess to the gods now some people hang out and catch the stuff that the villagers are throwing into the volcano i guess it still counts because you mean to throw it in whether it actually makes it to the god or not it is not up to you the people who are stealing it after you throw it in uh then you know the god can uh, go after them I know it's I got it it's an act of gratitude to God and you know they're gonna get prosperity from doing it okay I mean the legend has it that Princess Aurora Anting and her husband unable to bear children after years of marriage begged the gods for help I guess there you know the prayers were answered Uh, the gods looked down and went (sighs) Okay, I'll tell you what uh, I'll give you 25 children as long as you agree to give me your youngest kid uh, by throwing him into Mount Romo. <laughs> oh okay and so according to legend the Sun is said to have willingly jumped into the volcano to guarantee the prosperity of the tenger people. Uh-huh I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, it's your turn son uh, you gotta jump into the old volcano to save the rest of us oh sure no problem so a shoekeeper who traveled uh, to the to the rim of the volcano launched potatoes, leeks, and cash into the lava and it was a chance to pray for good luck he said fortunes have improved following previous visits so business has been better than before and I'm gonna hope that my business can improve next year, and then I'll come back. So, whenever you think to yourself, man, times are tough. I don't know what to do. Just know, you should go to Mount Bromo during the festival and toss whatever extra animals you have, food, money. It doesn't say that people were throwing kids into the volcano, uh, but if you're wanting kids, uh, maybe you have to make a deal with the gods and one of them's got to go. I don't know. It doesn't say that in the story. It just says people are tossing chickens and goats and calves and food and cash into the volcano. I love the one picture. They've got all these people inside the crater with these giant sticks with nets on them to catch what the worshippers are throwing into the volcano. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I guess they don't believe as much as the others. Or that's their way of believing, you know, you catch a chicken, you catch a goat, you catch some rice, you catch some cash in your net. Maybe that's the god's way of saying, "Hey, you get what you you get what you deserve." I don't know. I don't know. I just know if you want to have a good life, a good year, you need to go to the Mount Bromo volcano and toss your excess into the into the volcano. It's all I know. And you should do that yearly for the Adna Casada Festival. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. <laughs> I see where uh, Twitter's new CEO, Linda Icarino, uh, took the reins from Elon yesterday earlier than expected. I guess uh, she had quit the other job and said, hey, Elan I got this. Uh, I'll step in. No problem. I got it. So now's the time. Better than ever. According to all reports, the ad sales are down quite a bit on the old Twitter accounts. So Linda's got her work cut out for her. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Uh, by the way, and I'm close, man. I'm, I'm close to buying my blue check mark back. I know, don't look at me like that. I just, the reach of my account is throttled so much without having the verification check mark that I want, uh, you know, <laughs> I want to be able to reach the people who are following me on Twitter. And apparently, unless I have a blue check mark, That doesn't actually happen. But you can still follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can email this show uh, anytime, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can order a cameo from me at JeffyJFR. That's not free. Uh Cameo's my pimp so you got to go through cameo but I'm happy to do whatever little cameo you want from me I can be happy, sad, glad, mean whatever you want you just order it through cameo and uh, we'll make that happen okay and you can become a subscriber to blaze tv just go to blaze tv.com slash jeffy j-e-f-f-y use the promo code jeffy and save some money on a year subscription to blaze tv a subscribership to blaze tv helps keep this show uh free of charge uh although you know you still have to be a subscriber okay if you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber then you're a freeloader and nobody likes that everybody likes free stuff but nobody likes a freeloader. So be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you want to use. You can use the platform you're listening to it on. Now, if your friend said, hey, listen to this, and you're listening to it on that platform, well, you know you can go ahead and subscribe on that platform. But you could use another. Doesn't matter. And once you become a subscriber, then you need to follow the, well, the main rule of subscribership to chewing the fat. And that is, when asked... Uh, Hey, what are you listening to? Your answer has to be Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I know you're going to be listening to other stuff, and I appreciate that. We all do. But the point is, is that when asked, hey, what are you listening to? Your answer must be Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher yesterday we talked about Jamel Hill uh, you know daring Spotify to pay me a hundred million dollars or I'll quit. And so they said, okay, well, go ahead and go have a nice day. And then we get news today that they laid off a couple hundred people, uh, about 2% of its staff because they're reorganizing its podcast division. So they made deals with people like Jamel Hill and no one was listening. So sorry about it, Jamel. take care. And I see where Instagram has now allowed Robert F. Kennedy Jr. back onto the platform. Uh, He had been banned back in February of 2021 for posting vaccine misinformation. (laughs) Uh, So much of that Vaccine misinformation really isn't misinformation anymore, is it? But I digress. So Instagram has allowed uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. back on the platform. I also saw a story today. I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, the interview where Robert F. Kennedy Jr. talked about the CIA uh, and murdering his uncle, they, that YouTube interview has been taken down from YouTube. I guess that's misinformation as well. All right, so we've talked about uh, other animal shows high on drugs as far as movies like, you know, we had uh, Cocaine Bear, right, was the, was the forerunner of all this. And we talked about, I thought they were making Meth Gator for real. And we joked around about having crack chimps and fentanyl ferrets and opioid orangutans. <laughs> uh, but then I see a poster someone sent me uh, last week about Crack Coon. And I thought, well, that's funny. Is that really real? Well, apparently it is. So there's a, it's called a crowdfunded horror comedy, Crack Coon, which sees an innocent raccoon turned into a killing machine and terrorize the residents and campers of a mountain community when it eats synthetically altered street jug, which has been disposed of in the woods by a drug dealer on the run from police. <laughs> so there's more coming just be ready for crack coon and kind of good news for cuba gooding jr he has settled his lawsuit with a woman who accused him of raping her in a new york city hotel room 10 years ago her attorney gloria allred of course man that she is everywhere on all these cases uh She did not have a comment about the settlement and terms of the settlement were not disclosed. Originally, the plaintiff was seeking $6 million in damages. So they made the deal. Apparently, the jury selection was about to begin. (laughs) So we don't want none of that jury. Uh, Can't we just make a deal and make this all go away? That would be nice. Okay. So the woman said that she met the actor in Greenwich Village in 2013 while having dinner with a friend. According to her lawsuit, Gooding invited the woman to the Mercer Hotel where he was staying for drinks and asked her to join him in his room while he changed his clothes. (laughs) Uh, Why would you do that? But anyway, okay. So the Oscar winner allegedly put on music, took a position between her and the hotel room door, then started on dressing. The woman said that she tried to leave. Gooding blocked her from the door and pushed her on to the bed the woman said uh, no multiple times to gooding but he wouldn't stop touching her okay Uh, he allegedly aggressively removed the plaintiff's underwear and raped her and then allegedly raped her a second time a short while later that's what the lawsuit said now gooding has denied the allegations and said the encounter was consensual Now, the judge ruled that three other women who have accused Gooding of sexual abuse would be allowed to testify at the trial. The prior acts are sufficiently similar to the plaintiff's allegations because all involve sudden sexual assaults or attempted sexual assaults connected with the defendant and victim's presence in social settings prominently featuring drinking like festivals, bars, nightclubs, and restaurants. Now last year, remember Gooding avoided prison by pleading guilty in a state criminal case that accused him of groping several women. After pleading guilty to a misdemeanor, the actor underwent alcohol and behavioral counseling, and he was then allowed to withdraw that guilty plea. He instead pleaded guilty to a non-criminal harassment violation, which cleared his record. So now this uh, doesn't go anywhere because he settles the case with this particular one. No word on what will happen, though, to the other women who the three other women who were going to testify. Do they get to sue him as well? Uh, Man, in, in New York and or California, the answer to that is probably yes. And make no mistake, uh, Gloria Allred will be in the center of those cases. So yesterday we talked about the gathering, the Apple yearly gathering, as Apple CEO Tim Cook uh, did some unveiling. And I believe that is still an ongoing thing. We may get some new announcements today and, you know, the next couple of days, however long the Apple gathering takes place. But they unveiled the new Vision Pro. Uh, Pretty cool. Except that it was $3,499, which accommodates both AR and VR, and it'll be the most advanced personal uh, electronics device ever. It's positioning the headset to replace desktop computer cluttered workspaces with an infinite canvas of virtual screens that hover in the field of view. Users could navigate it with just their eyes, hands, and voice. No clunky controllers. That would be pretty cool. Uh, The Vision Pro boasts an enormous virtual screen through the lenses with more pixels than a 4K TV for each eye. The new feature called EyeSight will keep users' eyes visible through the display most of the time. Okay. Uh, And they have set up a deal. I know uh, Bob Iger, Disney CEO, uh, showed up as a special guest appearance. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob, get on out here. Uh, He had uh, said that uh, Immersive, he's offering a partnership to have Immersive experiences watching Star Wars and other content, uh, you know, other Disney content. All right, and according to this, users will be able to play more than one hundred Apple Arcade titles on one day. That's pretty cool. We actually, this is getting pretty close to my idea of just having a motorcycle helmet. I know, I'm not big on the big, the wrap around goggles for the VR, uh, you know, but just put a helmet on, and then the screen on the helmet can be your world and everything can run through there and you can have headsets in the helmet microphone in the helmet you can you know communicate and be awesome the only thing another thing that needs to happen as well and especially when you're playing uh, these games i need to be able to share the experience with other people so if i'm diving in to have an immersive experience in watching a movie from the disney franchise whatever it is if i'm doing that and i go in and have this immersive experience i want to share it i want someone else to be able to come in and share the same immersive experience with me at the same time right i don't want to, so we don't have separate immersive relationships and then come out and take the goggles off and talk about our separate our separate experiences right i want to be able to share it at the same time so that needs to happen and uh anyway it's it's kind of cool uh is it worth 3500 (laughs) bucks i don't know uh it'll probably seem like nothing when you can slap it on i'm all for the helmet though get me to the helmet and let me put the helmet on and just immerse my life into the helmet please that would be That would be great. Another headline here. We'll just do a couple. We'll do a few headlines just uh, for headlines that you need to know about. Uh, Movement around the Suez Canal uh, came to a halt. I didn't even hear about this, but apparently they shut it down. A massive oil tanker had some mechanical problems. And the uh, sea vigor. And it had been moving from the Mediterranean Sea to the Red Sea through the Suez Canal. And it broke down and so it had tied up traffic and there were other ships that were sitting behind it going come on let's go they were honking their horns get out of the way (laughs) so you don't want these ships breaking down in the Suez Canal I don't know what the deal is but let's uh, let's stop off at the mechanic before we hit the canal so we got everything running right I mean the Suez Canal is one of the world's busiest transit channels and nearly 24,000 vessels go through it went through it last year alone. So we don't want to be messing up the supply chain through the Suez Canal. So you want to get that thing up and running, okay? (laughs) I see where uh, good news from our government. And man, I'm I'm so happy when they warn me about things. And I want them to warn me about things. Uh, They want you to beware that uh, payment apps like PayPal and Venmo have become popular in recent years. Oh, haven't they though? Yes, they have. And I know you want your piece of it federal government but they want you to be sure that hey uh those deposits into platforms don't have the same government protections as traditional bank deposits they could be susceptible to loss um The uh, reps at the cash app payments are like, no, your money's safe. So uh, the government is uh, on the lookout for you, letting you know that, uh, hey, we're not involved in that. Which I would say makes it almost better. But (laughs) that's just me talking out of my butt. Because if the government doesn't have their hands in it, it can't be good, right? All right. This story is amazing to me. An increasing number of states across the country, and this is where, I mean, I know this is where we're at in the world now. It's just amazing to me. An increasing number of states across the country have been limiting the availability of certain books and materials based on the argument that their contents are inappropriate for young children. Yeah, you can still get the books, by the way. They're not banning the books. They're just saying that, you know, your young children... Uh, have to go to the library and get it from another library. They just can't get it at the schools. Well, now we're going to go ahead and include uh, the Bible. According to reports, one parent, especially a school in Utah, uh, complained about vulgarity and violence in the King James Bible. And the school district said, you know what? Yeah, we we need to remove that from elementary and middle school. You're right. (laughs) Oh, Okay so alright we'll just get rid of the old King James Bible in the elementary and middle schools after one parent complained one parent holy cow now in Utah thanks to the one parent that got the King James Bible removed we're looking at the you got you guessed it raise your hand if you guessed it yes you in the back book of Mormon yes you're right <laughs> Uh, the Book of Mormon in Utah. So, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to have anything, any text in schools about the Jesus or Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. You don't want that. You do not want that. <laughs> uh, we live in really, really strange times, man. I will tell you that. All right, one more. Uh, Taylor Swift. You know where you love her. No, I know. I know. You know where you love her. Uh, Apparently, she's on her big world tour now. And we know that she just broke up with her boyfriend, Maddie Healy. I know. It's so sad. She'll be able to write another album because it was always just for fun. According to Taylor's people, it was always just casual. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just casual. I just had him along for, you know, the fun of it. Oh, good for you, Taylor. I'm happy for you. But there are no more. Uh, Apparently, they broke up. Uh, Times aren't good. I don't know what happened. Uh, I guess the casual, maybe he wanted more than casual. And Taylor was like, "Uh, no, back off me. Okay. It's casual or you get nothing. And so now you get nothing. But since the world tour is going on, we have uh, stories about people. I'm sorry. Super fans, not people super fans that are going to uh, taylor swift shows and they have decided to let people know on their social media accounts that we are huge super fans and we've decided to wear adult diapers during concerts so we don't have to miss any songs if nature calls during the performance there's no way i'm gonna leave and have to run to the bathroom while taylor's on stage (laughs) okay good for you good for you and you make sure you let the world know that you're the ones that are doing that okay you do that and i know a lot of people are wound up about the ticket prices for taylor's shows which you know i don't necessarily disagree with however people are finding out now that uh tickets it's probably cheaper to get tickets and see her in argentina than it is to buy tickets here in the states to see her shows <laughs> oh okay so the 100 percent inflation in argentina is about to make her coveted concert a world-class bargain so it looks as though uh if you get tickets in standing room only area closest to the stage in november in argentina It will cost you 75,000 pesos or about 153 American dollars. Wow. So you could fly to Argentina. (laughs) Some of the cheapest flights uh, this weekend, concerts, uh, you know, you're looking at, you could fly to Argentina and get the $153 ticket to the show. And it would be cheaper than seeing her here in the U.S. Good luck. Don't forget, Argentina is not the United States of America. They will have some rules that you're not used to. But hey, give it your best shot and go be your swifter, your best swift self in Argentina. Okay, who died today? Who died today? Anna Shea. Anna Shea, you know her from Netflix Bling Empire, uh, has passed away at the age of 62. They say that she suffered a stroke. She suffered a stroke at the age of 62. It saddens our hearts to announce that Anna Shea, loving mother, grandmother, charismatic star... And our brightest ray of sunshine has passed away at the early age of 62 from a stroke. So, we it's interesting how a lot of people are dying of strokes at a younger and a younger age. I don't know what I mean by that. I'm just, you know, talking out loud. <laughs> so they paid tribute to her she was wonderful i know her co-star said hey 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 we had our issues on the show but in real life we had a great connection and we saw eye to eye on so many things she had so many words of wisdom i will never forget there's no one like anna Shea. all right well good anna Shea, rest in peace dead at the age of 62. Then we have uh Robert Hanson. Robert Hansen, who died today, found dead in his Supermax prison cell. <laughs> Robert Hansen, you remember him. He pleaded guilty to selling highly classified materials to the Soviet Union and later to Russia, and was sentenced to fifteen consecutive life sentences. So Robert Hansen. Oh, that's right. He was a former FBI agent, too. Oh, yeah. A sexual deviant. Oh, that's right. And he tried to convert a stripper to Catholicism. I mean, I would say that's good on his part, right? But, you know, whatever. And uh, he sold U.S. nuclear secrets to the Russians for 20 years. That's it, though. <laughs> I mean, the best part of that story is he tried to convert a stripper to Catholicism. What's wrong with that? Good for him. Anyway, so he was found dead in his Supermax federal prison cell, In uh, Florence, Colorado. Huh. Huh. So the cause of death has not been released yet. Uh, Apparently, there's no threat to the public. Oh, okay. That's the first thing I thought of. What? Is there a threat to the public of someone dying in a Supermax prison cell? But no, they, they consoled me and said, no, there's no threat to the public. So that's good news. Robert Hansen, dead at the age of 79. Congratulations to the Vegas Golden Knights uh, NHL team that crushed the Florida Panthers again in Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Finals 7-2. So they are up uh, 2-0 in a best-of-seven series. And then we have uh, the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. That series is tied 1-1. We did get some kind of breaking news today in the sports world, though, and it's pretty amazing the pga tour has agreed to merge with the live golf in a major way i mean holy cow they hated each other i mean they've been darn near coming to blows with each other uh over the saudi bay back to uh live golf and the pga tour so now they are gonna merge and come together and we're gonna be friends and everything is gonna be okay all right good news i guess (laughs) we'll see uh i know i thought that uh the commissioner of the pga at one point said that there's no good there's not going to be any deal we're not doing any deal uh, how's that working out for you commission because it uh, seems like you are <laughs> Uh, seems like you are. Seems like maybe the people watching golf really, uh, you know, said, hey, PGA, maybe you ought to back down a little bit. You're not as cool as you think you are. And Liv is uh, the new kid on the block. So why don't you, you know, get along and play with each other? And now they are. So we'll see how that works out in the in the future. Did you see where a former intelligence official turned whistleblower has given Congress and the intelligence community uh, inspector general extensive classified information about deeply covert programs that he says possesses retrieved intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. Um I guess that would be uh, alien craft. Right. Uh, The information says he has been uh, has been illegally withheld from Congress and he filed a complaint alleging that he suffered uh, illegal retaliation for his confidential disclosures. Wow. Okay. So we did know uh, a while ago we did know that we have uh, we did possess some uh, non-human origin craft material. Right. Well, that was in a report. Uh, least a year or so ago maybe more but the whistleblower david charles grush g-r-u-s-c-h a decorated former combat officer in afghanistan veteran of the national geospatial intelligence agency and the national reconnaissance office uh he's uh he's also served as a reconnaissance office's representative to the unidentified aerial phenomenon task force <laughs> That's a that's a good gig there at the uh, representative of the unidentified aerial phenomena task force, uh, and he also was the co lead for the UAP analysis, and its representative to the task force. So anyway, they believe that uh, they were established to investigate what were once called unidentified flying objects. They are now officially called unidentified anomalous phenomenon UAPs. Okay, Uh, he said that recoveries of partial fragments uh, through and up to intact vehicles have been made for decades through the present day by the government, its allies, and defense contractors. Analysis has determined that the objects retrieved are of exotic origin non-human intelligence whether extraterrestrial or unknown origin based in the vehicle morphologies and material science testing and the possession of unique atomic arrangements and radiological signatures okay so there you have it i mean what, what does that mean does that mean that aliens exist i guess does it mean that we know about it yeah now i wonder if we are the only ones now he said here that our allies are part of it i mean are we we've been covering it up Uh, all other countries cover up uh, contact from uaps as well uh i don't know we'll you know i don't know and and, then we'll see i'd like to i'd like to see more definitely want to see more about this and i would love to talk to this guy uh, if, he wants to, if he wants to talk to me, uh, David, I am a fan of talking to you. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, we could get into some in-depth talk about uh, what actually it is we're referring to when we say uh, it is of non-human origin. Plus, I want to know if we're ready for it. Are you ready? Are you ready? To be told that yes, we're being visited by beings from other planets, other terrestrial heavens, and this is uh, this is them. Hey, <laughs> uh, Billy Bob, come on out here! And uh, hello, I am from Trebonican. I mean, are we ready for that? I don't know, Trebonican. Yeah, that's a it's a beautiful place this time of year. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, I I guess. I guess we are. Uh, I don't know, though. I, I feel like maybe we're not. I feel like maybe we're not. If if Billy Bob comes out and says, Hello, I am from Terponican, and we are here to work with you humans. If they're traveling through space like that uh, and can get here, that means that they are more advanced than we are. Clearly. I mean, we can't send spaceships up into space if it's cloudy out. I know the details, but you know what I'm saying. So, uh, you know, clearly they're more advanced than us. Are we, I mean, maybe that's what we're getting into with AI and maybe they can help us with, uh, we will help save the humans. Okay. Will you though? Will (laughs) you?